Welcome to Change of Plans. I'm Andres Zuleta. On Change of Plans, we feature stories of resilience and reinvention, interviewing entrepreneurs and other creative individuals who have found fun and inspiring ways to adapt to sudden unexpected challenges. Today I'm joined by Beck Feiner, a brilliant illustrator and author based in Sydney, Australia. To see her vibrant, inspiring illustrations, check the show notes for links to her work. Beck, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, so, you know, the reason I actually was inspired to reach out to you was because I saw your amazing illustration on Instagram that just made me crack up. It says, when you buy from a small business, an actual person does a happy dance. <laughs> yeah, and I've got some very strange people dancing. I love it. It rang true. So before we get into more of your story, can you just talk a little more about where this image came from? Well, you know, all around me at the moment, I'm seeing all these local businesses um, really struggling and I'm very much a part of that community. When I saw businesses, you know, really struggling, I literally, I actually started crying when this all hit that my local cafe might not be able to, you know, run a business. So I've been really inspired to draw a lot of illustrations around supporting local communities. I did another logo that said, keep local alive. And I've been giving it to people and Facebook groups just to keep that um, momentum going about supporting the community around us at this time. Yeah. So, I mean, just looking back to, you know, when this whole craziness started, um, what was kind of a, a moment of realization for you that, you know, everything that had felt normal until then was, was going to change? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I'm an illustrator, but I've also set up a small publishing company in America with my husband and another business partner. It's called Alphabet Legends. And it's basically every letter of an alphabet is a legend. So we have about 30 books over there and it's sold. It's actually, we've sold around a hundred thousand books. So it's, we've got a big, you know, uh, what do you call it? Presence in the States at the moment. And I just noticed the wholesale went dead. And then I woke up one day and there was just silence on the order front. And <laughs> our friend in the U S who was working for us said, we're in lockdown, you know, Amazon stopped delivering. And I just felt, I felt sick. You know, that kind of sickness. That's when it kind of dawned on me that things from a, from a creative point of view were about to change. Luckily, that hasn't lasted, but that was just the first realisation. That, you know, silence on the first day was more of a shock, I think, of people having to go into isolation. So it didn't last. But we've really gone, like, tried to take our publishing business in the direction that, you know, while everyone's homeschooling their kids, they need to, you know, read and educate and do all that to try and entertain kids, but at the same time, show them that um, who we are and that we're still around. And um, work and illustration have always been my way to kind of get through it. And that's why I started on my Instagram, really started documenting that feeling every day about, you know, how we're all feeling and trying to get through it. I, I did an illustration called Day by Day which I illustrated different things that in the artwork that got people going day by day. You know, I actually got contacted by a doctor in ER and she said, would you mind doing me a day by day artwork that I can use and put up in the hospitals? I, I did a completely new one and I put it up on my Instagram and I said, 
if you're a nurse, doctor, anything, anyone who wants this artwork, please email me and I will send you the high res version of it and you can put it up. And I just got contacted by the most incredible people. You know, I'm talking people in the mental health industry who, as a result of this pandemic, mental health industry has been flooded. So, you know, psychiatric wards and um, nurses in Darwin, you know, doctors, just local GPs, they've been putting it up in their hospitals. And it was so fascinating hearing from these people and also just being able to give them something uh, was very satisfying on my part. So I felt, I felt very lucky. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really interesting. The day by day idea. I can personally relate a lot to that um, because especially a few weeks ago, you know, it felt like every day we were being greeted by just unfathomable news. And so you know, whereas, you know, maybe as humans and business owners, we're used to thinking in terms of months or even years, all of a sudden that got really compressed. Yeah, it did. And um, I actually had people, I think I'm, I felt extremely lucky, but I actually had a few new business opportunities come to me because you couldn't have big photography uh, setups or anything like that. So illustration has actually it's, you know, I just do it from my studio home so I can get things out relatively quickly. So in a funny way, it has turned a bit that people need me more probably than ever to do jobs that maybe they would have got, you know, big film crews or photography crews to do. Interesting. So it sounds like you and your husband are both quite creative. Um, And it also sounds like you've, I guess, had several different ideas and endeavors that you've started pursuing. Can you talk a little more about um, maybe some of the best and maybe some of the worst ideas you've had so far? (laughs) You know, it's funny. We come from an advertising background um, and I had to get out of advertising because it was emotionally destroying me, which is, it's very different for other people. But at the time I was like, I can't do this anymore. I've been in the industry, you know, for 15 years. And um, I went on maternity leave and with my um, second child. And I said to my husband, I just want to prove that I don't have to go back to a full-time job and I can be an illustrator which is my true dream full-time so during that um time and that's when I came up with my alphabet legends where I illustrated one um person in Australia that I thought was a legend um every day for 30 days um so like A was for Adam Goods which is a huge footy player here B was for Bob Hawke which was our famous prime minister so every day I did that and my Instagram started to grow and it actually um it kind of I produced this poster and it went quite viral in Australia and I got this publishing deal I went on morning tv shows it was kind of like well that's it for me I'm not going back to my full-time job so that's probably been the um <laughs> one of my successful that that kind of started me on my road to think well I can do anything through you know even through social or anything so I feel like I've got that resilience at that this time that I can attempt really fun projects and you never know where it's going to go and what will people will relate to I'm trying to think of my worth I have no bad ideas though I have so many bad ideas I just take them down really quickly (laughs) (laughs) I do I do have bad ideas but I guess you know when you come and when you're creative you've got to realize that you do a bad one it's not the end of the world you just test it and if it goes badly, it does. But I mean, I've had creative directors rip work up in front of me in big meetings, so I don't care. 
<laughs> I've got quite thick skin at this time. Um, how have you and your husband managed to stay creative and inspired and also sane with children at the house all the time? That's a really good question. I, I actually think this has been my biggest stress that I had to get a book out to my publisher. The kids were home. My parents, who have been a huge support but are over 70, and I didn't want to be putting them at risk, went into isolation. And I actually had a bit of a breakdown. And, and you know, it's, I, I feel so extremely lucky. We've got a roof over our head. You know, Australia has really looked after um, people. You know, we've got a job seeker and a job keeper program going. So I knew we'd be okay on the money front. But I just wanted to keep this high standard of my work going. And what happened was my husband's, you know, advertising in Australia has really unfortunately ground to a halt at this time. So his, his workload eased. So we really had to flip the roles quite a bit where he had to be more the primary carer, the homeschooler, everything. And I <laughs> had to hide in my attic studio, which is hard because they sniff you out, kids. They know you're there. <laughs> they, they literally, my, my little one is obsessed with me. So I had to pretend I was leaving for the day. I actually thought of like I needed like a pulley food system so I could like raise a basket of food upstairs and get me through my day. <laughs> Brilliant. So that has been quite hard and flippy and making sure they're emotionally okay. But then at the same time, you know, making sure if I'm going to bring work into the house, making sure it's um, I'm still delivering the work because that's super important. If you don't know when your next job's going to come in, you don't know what the economy is going to look like soon. So. But, you know, the silver lining has been, I feel like we're a little less greedy to make money. It's about more surviving till this period of time is over, especially in the arts world, which has suffered so much. I've actually heard that from various people that the metric of success has changed from thinking about maybe sales or revenue yeah. um, to really just you know, survival or not survival and survival being considered successful. Um, and so that's really interesting to see that adjusting for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I think when we, um, for our alphabet business, we're like, let's just get through this time. Like, let's not lose money. Let's just, and it hasn't happened like that, but that was what our focus was when we had that team meeting, you know, when, when we looked at our sales and we're like, Amazon is only delivering essential items at this time. So no one's going to get our books or, you know, there were, there were so many different obstacles in our way. You know, I started doing Instagram illustrations based on this period of time, because that's all anyone really could think about. And I think my advertising background means for my illustrations, I can whip, they're not ads up, but they're kind of, more than just a simple illustration of a landscape or anything. They've got a few layers to it. Um, I think people really have responded, responded to my social commentary about what's going on in you know, Australia and the world. So it's been, it's been good in that way. Yeah. How has your, I guess, your audience shifted, you know, during the course of, of this whole kind of experience? Yeah, I've got a lot of, I mean, when I launched that illustration about, um, the dancing one, I got a lot of small businesses really started to follow me. A lot of, that's been what's been, I loved about this time has been how we've all kind of 
banded together, like less competitiveness, if that makes sense. It's, it's we're all in this together kind of, you know, everyone says that quote all the time, but it really has felt like that. And especially, you know, I've helped local groups around the area start Facebook groups and all that kind of stuff to let people know what's out there, what home delivery services are going on, all that kind of stuff where they need some visuals to help. I'm really happy to lend my hand to that. And I feel like, um, you know, I might do Instagram illustrations that don't make any money for me, but it, it, it kind of serves me anyway, because it provides, it gives me a new audience. And when I get that new audience, you know, who knows when a new job can come along from that audience. So it's, I really, I do the Instagram illustrations for me, not for any commercial reason, which I think has actually benefited me in a really positive way. It's so much going on and just so much uncertainty. I think over the last few weeks, a lot of people and business owners have just been winging it and doing their best. Yeah. Um, based on what I've seen, you know, I've been really inspired by what you've been doing, but if you had a chance to just do it over again, is there anything that you would have done a little bit differently in hindsight? Do you know what? I don't think so. I, I'm such a reactive person to what's going on that I almost like I read the paper every day and then I do something based on that. So I don't think I would. I mean, I actually think my work ethic at this time has been like really strong. I, I kind of use my illustrations as a way to kind of almost escape from, from the day-to-day kids, you know, craziness going on. So I don't think I'd do it over again. And I think that all my illustrations are based on, you know, my kids driving me crazy. I did an illustration where I'm pretending to be part of a clothes, a washing line to hide from my kids. Um, you know, all those kind of things that happen from what's going on. So uh, basically, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change what I've done because I think who I am is a, is a illustrator that takes what's going on around them and, and really likes to respond immediately to the current situation. So, um, and I think I've learned a lot too. I mean, how to just be happy with what we have, that kind of health over wealth is a quote that's being bandied around at the moment, which I think is great, you know, just to be really fortunate in Australia that there's not a lot of people that, you know, there's only been, I mean, it's really sad. There's been a hundred deaths, but it's only a hundred deaths. I think we're incredibly lucky and we've all, you know, actually kind of rally together to stay at home and do all those things to make us safe. So I actually feel really fortunate that we're okay. So, you know, anything else is really a bonus. So going back to what you were talking about and just the phrase day by day and your illustration um, about that point, how are you thinking about the future these days when things still feel, you know, it's funny because if you think about it, things are always really uncertain. We just never really appreciated how uncertain they were. <laughs> now we can't help, you know, we have no choice. So how do you and your husband think about, you know, making plans for the future these days? Yeah. I mean, one thing I was re- extremely worried about and less so now because I know we can kind of get through, you know, these, these uncertain times because we're right in the middle of it and we seem to be surviving is the economy and, you know, I am concerned about that, but I think I can still go out and get new opportunities. So I'm not, 
I'm always a glass half full kind of girl anyway. (laughs) You know, when everyone was going into total crisis, I was like, we're going to be okay, guys. You know, I might have been grinding my teeth at the same time. But I, I do feel optimistic about the future. I think, yeah, the economy is going to suffer and work-wise I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I actually think we're going to be okay. I'd like to focus, you know, I've done a lot of illustrations and books about the environment. I'd like our focus to get back more onto that once this whole thing hopefully goes away. And so, you know, those things, those issues that were around before that people kind of stopped thinking about, understandably, I want to focus my attention more on that. We've got a book coming out about the environment, all those kind of things. So, you know, for me, the future is still bright. We we will survive and our happiness is not based on huge jobs coming our way and raking it in. It's based on everyone's health. And also spending, I've actually, even though my kids have driven me crazy, I've actually really enjoyed having a bit of extra time. And can I just say, not running around all the time. I I didn't realize how much I didn't I was not going to miss that the swimming the after school practices I actually can focus on my work now more I'm actually more productive because we just laze around so yeah the, the the silver linings I've really appreciated and I think that way I, I am looking forward to the future and slowing down a bit and and taking our learnings from this time. So you're you said you're a glass half full kind of person. But, and, you know, from the sound of it and from the look of it and all of the amazing work you're creating, you have a very creative nature, but what advice would you give individuals and small business people who are just really struggling right now and feeling stuck? Yeah. Uh, gosh, that's a, that's a tough one because I mean, look, I, I'm only going to say this from a creative point of view because, you know, I, I, I can't imagine how hard it is for some small businesses at the moment, but I feel like that action of doing things really helps move things along. So if, you know, say I do some work that is not necessarily, as I said, going to make me a buck, it, it just propels me forward and keeps me generating things. I think that's so important at this time when you don't, when you feel a bit down to, if you actually kept that momentum up, it, it kind of keeps things moving and opportunities come your way. So for me, I really feel like that is the key. And, you know, I've been, you know, I get up every morning, have a shower. I do exercise, which helps my mind. And I I just start generating work, which doesn't necessarily have to be a commercial job. It can just be to satisfy me and keep making, (laughs) keep creating. That's my piece of advice. So how can our listeners around the world support you? If you'd like to go to my Instagram handle, it is uh, Beck Feiner, F-E-I-N-E-R, um, underscore illustrations, or check out our Alphabet business, which is um, alphabetlegends.com, or just Google my name. <laughs> yeah, and we'll include, we'll include all those links in the show notes so people can find them easily. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Good luck with everything. Bye. Thank you. Check the show notes to learn more about Beck and see examples of her brilliant work. If this episode inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more, visit changeofplanspodcast.com. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in.